Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to those who are listening. I hope everyone is having a great day today on this beautiful April 17th. Um, as you most don't, most of you don't know, I am doing an episode again outside. Let's go. Let's get it. I love the view, like I always say. And um, if you guys hear any background music, that any background noise that isn't of the birds chirping or the sound of bees or my voice or probably I might add background music. If you hear cars or anything like that, that is because, like I said, I am outside. But yeah, so today is um, today's episode is nothing really major. I mean, all of them are always major. But today, I really just want to talk to you guys about the glory and the goodness of of God, and just the encounter that I've had with God uh, this these past two and a half months. Uh, and the difference from these two months from the last four months of my life uh, ever since I left college and just how God really came through with my life and how he really changed certain things. And I just really want to share that with with you all because I feel like a lot of people uh, may be in the same boat that I'm in <clears throat> or some people, you know, are going through the same thing. And they're really just uh, this is really just giving God his credit. This is really just honoring God and like sharing with you guys how good my God, our God is like he is so good that there's just no words to really describe it like i the words that i am saying now cannot or will not ever do any justice just for how good he is and how he comes through with our lives like it's just so beautiful so just give glory to god if wherever you are give him a shot of praise just give him a prayer that says thank you jesus because he deserves it so yeah so these um these past uh, few months especially with quarantine uh well starting it was like yes two days ago i started to do the 30 minute the 30 minute um worship i think that's what it's called 30 minute worship yeah and a lot of you may know what that is and a lot of you may not know what it is 30 minute worship is 10 minute prayer 10 minute 10 minute um read your word and then 10 minute praise and worship and it's basically 30 minute worship is basically meant to discipline others who really want to like start reading the the bible reading god's word praying who wants to like you know practice in prayer and all those type of things this is really just to discipline those to get into um the mood or not even the mood to really just get um us into the tune in tuned with doing these things naturally because we all practice makes perfect basically and yeah so i mean uh, before this 30 minute, I have always wanted to read my word, my Bible, and pray. I've always been doing that. I It's not like I've never been doing it. But ever since I left school, I kind of lost my way with doing it. And whenever I would read my word, I would get, I would enjoy reading my word and everything. But certain times, I wouldn't feel like doing it. Um, I wouldn't feel the things that I was reading. And sometimes I would. Like, it, it was just a on and off thing. I guess I was really moody. And... Yeah, so a lot of you may know, I think I said this in my recent episode, that I left college um, like around December, basically for winter break. And um, uh, most of it had to do with finances. And 
the others just because I really wanted to take a break. And, you know, we all get to that point where we want to take a break, where it becomes too much. My reason was necessarily that my mind kind of got to me. Uh, I started to just lose my way when it came to my relationship with God. I started to, you know, get my mind started to get really hectic. I started to have like sometimes anxiety or I start to overthink and just the pressure of school, the pressure of school just really got to me like the late night hours and I just lost my way when it came to God. I I never made time for him. I never had time for him. And when that happens, especially when you're used to, you know, when you give your life to God and when you're used to reading your word and your Bible and you're when you're used to spending time with God and then the next moment like you're not doing those things anymore you become too busy life begins to take control you really start to lose yourself you really start to feel different because the source of your joy and your happiness and you know your heart and your spirit the source of those things you know you're not giving your body that source anymore you're not giving your that spirit that source anymore so your spirit starts to go out of whack that's just like with anybody when you start to lose sleep your mood changes and that's just basically what it was I I you know started to lose God and everything in me started to change I started to doubt myself and I started to overthink and I started to um really get into my head and start thinking negative and so when I left college I came home December and um when I made a decision to leave I had this FOMO the fear of missing out I was afraid that you know, I would miss out on the opportunities of college or, you know, miss out on the activities with my friends or just really like, um, just really, uh, spending time with them or having fun, basically. Like I was, I was, I, I feel like after a while I thought it started to think that I was making a mistake, but it was too late for that. And not for the right, right reasons. I felt like I was making a mistake. I just felt like I was making a mistake because I didn't want to miss out on the activities with my activities with my friends I start to feel like a failure because I left college and you know like we all feel like college is the major key to success and I'm not saying that it's not but certain times you know other things are so I'm not gonna get into that but I don't want anyone to saying I don't think college I, I feel like college is a you know sometimes a key to success but you have a lot of people that start business without college that really just you know they're go-getters without college but that's neither here or there but it um yeah so yeah I started to feel like a failure I started to feel like I was a nobody I went into this deep depression for like a good four months after I left college I was you know it's that process where you have to move out and move back home and I had to move back home with my mom and around this time I didn't have a job so I really felt like a failure because I'm like 21 moving back in with my mom I put a t- basically I put a time limit on my life I felt like by 21 I should been I should have been had my own place I should have had a car already and you know when you put when you put a time limit on your life you begin to when you see those things not taking action or those things not happening you begin to really doubt and um you begin to fear the future and fear the every step that you take with your life and then you start to walk on eggshells and when you start to walk on eggshells you begin to make decisions that aren't accurate decisions but is kind of sort of which I was at but uh I left school everyone else um went back to school and I didn't and I began to get in this deep depression all the way from December to the beginning of March and like I said this I'm gonna get into what this has to do with uh when I'm talking about giving God the glory I just I really want to share with you guys how good God is he's so good he's so glorious he 
comes through when he hears your cry and I just this is just me basically getting into that but uh yeah so um when I left I like I said I got into deep depression and I began to lose myself again but deeper this time I would cry at night I would cry myself to sleep because I felt like a failure I felt like a nobody I would see my friends you know snaps and their social media page and they would have they were having fun in college and I missed complaining about schoolwork I missed hanging out with my friends and that really uh brought a doubt in my life that really deepened my depression and even though I was reading my word and I still had somewhat faith in God but it wasn't as strong as I wanted to be or as it needed to be and I started to lose those things that drew me closer to God and when I began to to lose that I began to lose faith in you know who I was and who I was to become you know in God's eyes and in God's plan for me and so like I said I started to lose myself I started the deep depression got worse I didn't have a job I was just at home alone by myself especially when you're alone your thoughts begin to eat you up more because you're just with yourself you're able to you know doubt yourself with no one telling you otherwise I was by myself felt like a failure felt like a bum I felt like a nobody I felt like I wasn't worthy of being used by God. I wasn't worthy of even having friends. I just really got low to this point. And I don't remember what happened. But the be- the middle of March, I had... Okay, so I got... My, my relationship with God kind of, in a way, started to get better. Um, I started praying for a job, and I had received a job. And I started working at this clothing store. This is kind of when my I started to get back on track. Um, and this was probably like in March. Yes, this is in March. Um, my life started to get back on track. In a way, it was slow. It was slow. Slowly. But it's, hey, it was still getting there. And I got a job. And, you know, my face started to come back because I prayed to God for a job. I'm like, God, please just get me a job. I need a job. I need this to keep my mind off of things. And he got me that. So I was like, oh, my God, like you came through. You're so good. You know. I just started to believe like you are a god you know of good works like i i guess i started to walk by sight and not by faith but because god still showed me you know that i can trust in him and then my faith started to come back but it was still on and off and wavering and in the middle of march something just clicked in me this fire started to burn in me where i just felt different i felt great i felt like I had joy I had so much joy inside of me that I haven't felt in the longest of times or even through those four months I've never felt and I can't explain what it was I don't know what it was but I began to feel God moving in me and working in my life and making change and making me new again and he started from within the inner me and not the outer we so bad want to have the the appearance that we have everything sorted out or the appearance that everything is, you know, going good instead of really focusing on the inner, you know, us working on the inner side of us, you know, what's really dragging us down or what really is the root that is, you know, tainting us or dragging us down. Once I begin to really like focus on God and really, you know, give God the glory I started to give God the glory. I started to give situations to God. I started to let God, you know, take back control over my life because I took the will without even noticing it. I took the will over my life. And instead of, you know, giving God back the will, I thought that I could do it myself. And once I began to give God the will, give God the control, things really started to 
work in alignment things really start to fall into place slowly but surely and as things started to fall into place God started to take control again. I started to see God more and feel God more. And when I mean see God, I don't mean his physical presence, but I started to see him working in my life in places that I never thought could be worked at. And once those things started to happen, something in me clicked, joy in me clicked. I have this love, this unfound love in me that I have never had. I love myself so much, but I love God more than I love myself. I love God way more than I love myself. I love him more than I love anything. I love him more than I love my mother. I love him more than I love my family. I love him more than anything in this world. And once I begin to realize that God is my first love, then that's when I got in tuned with my love for myself. And everything started to just flow fluently through me, the joy, the peace. And life still hits me. I I still have moments where I doubt. But compared to the four months of doubt that I had, the doubt that I have now is uncomparable. It's just, I could pray a word and say, Jesus, not today. We're not going to overthink today. Jesus be with me. That doubt would literally just vanish. That doubt would just be like, yeah, okay, I don't want nothing to do with this. I have no power, you know, like God does. And when I began to place God in the middle of my life, when I began to really acknowledge the fact that God has to be placed into every situation, and when you call God and you allow him to be in the place of every situation, those situations can't handle be handled. It is done, like he says. And like it says in the book, in, in the Bible, how God sees the waves and the waves and the wind begin to seize at the voice of God and at his name. Those can be your situations. When you call out to God, when you give God the control, your situations can seize at the voice in the name of Jesus Christ. But you have to turn to God and give your eyes to God. And this is really me sharing that how good God is. We place God into it. We, we, we see God as a time God that, you know, we place him into this limit, this time limit. That, you know, God, when are you going to do this for me? God, I need you to do this for me this time and around this time. Because if you don't do it around this time, I'm not going to be joyful. I'm not going to be happy. And I don't think you want me to be unhappy. No, when we really fluently, like, go in God's timing and work and go in alignment of God's plans, then every situation, every bad situation, every complication, every doubt and every fear begins to really vanish. It begins to just be unacknowledgeable. Like, we don't acknowledge it. Like, everything in the background becomes just unimportant, the doubt, the fear. Because when we focus on God, we're so focused on his glory, we're so focused on his goodness and getting better within ourselves that everything else just falls into, just vanish and falls into the mist and falls behind us. And as we keep looking forward to God, great, good things start to be released into our lives. And we just start to acknowledge and face God. Now, I'm not saying that bad things won't happen. I'm not saying that... You know, bad things won't come against you. But what I am saying is that because of God, because that you have faith in God, because you love God, those adversities, those times of uh, conflicts, when you have God with you, nothing can break you. Nothing can, um, nothing can win if you don't allow it to. And if you give God the glory and if you focus on God and you allow God to fight your battles and if you go in prayer, nothing can win because it is done. Every situation is handled in God's hands. You just have to turn to God. And when you make a mistake, don't turn away from him. Turn to him because, honestly, he's the only one that can handle it. He's the only one that can, that can you know, 
restore you. He's the only one that can heal you. And when you turn away from the healer, when you turn away from the restorer, when you turn away from the source, you begin to lose sight of things. You begin to lose yourself because you're turning away from the place that you, you, you need to be to be able to be renewed and restored and healed. And that was me. I turned away from God and I felt like I was not worthy enough to pray to God or I wasn't worthy enough to hear God's voice. But when I began to really dig deep, when I began to really understand the true meaning of real love from God, true love from God, and understand joy and the real meaning of it, my life became my life i can't even explain it it just became not as complicated as i made it to be i'm not saying that you're not going to face complications but because i focused on god because i know that when i go through things god is in control and god hasn't handled then my mind begins to be at ease and i begin to have faith but i begin to still be aware that doesn't mean let your guard down. That You still be aware because the devil doesn't like to see you happy. Your enemies don't like to see you to be happy. But that means to still be aware. Stand still. Still be on alert because things will try to attack you when you're at a point in your life. Addictions and things like that will try to come against you because it did have a place in your life when you allowed it to be. Those people that left your life still had a place in your life because you allowed them to be. And sometimes so easy they can try to come back or those things can try to come back and try to snap you out of, you know, this this time or this place that you have with God. And that's why you have to, you know, stand on alert. Still keep your eyes on God, but just know that things are going to try to come and tempt you and come against you. And when you stand on alert with God, those things can be handled as well. So that's really just me. I want to... Oh, hello, beautiful bird. <laughs> I can't talk to birds, but that is just beautiful. I hope you guys can hear that. But, um, yeah, so I... I just wanted to share with you guys how good God is. Like he's really and truly so good. And the switch that he made in my life, when I didn't think that I was able to feel this joy again, to feel this love for myself again, I was wrong. And because I I love God because I really I'm getting to know God more because my relationship with God is developing, I feel oh, I feel so good. I have this joy and the the difference between joy and happiness is happiness is based off of the things that you have. Happiness is based off the things that you receive or idols. But joy is not based off of a thing. It's not based off an idol. Joy is really it's a spiritual con- contact. It's a spiritual connection. It's when you're joyful, you're joyful when you lose something. It's when you're you're joyful when things are going wrong, you still have joy. If you're if you lost your job, you have joy like, oh, God, I know that you're still going to do it. I got joy because I'm still alive. Joy isn't based off of a material. It's not based off of what you receive. It's just not based off of anything. It's something that is built in you. It's something that st- sticks with you and it stays with you as long as you have joy in God, as long as you follow Jesus, as long as you give your life to God and surrender to him. Guys, really, the importance of surrendering your life to God is that's a, it's really important. Surrender to God. Obey God. Keep your eyes on God. Trust Him. Those who are going through depression, I promise you that this may not be what you want to hear, but I promise you that depression will not last long. As long as you give it, if you keep giving it control, as long as you keep your focus on being depressed, then you're going to feel depressed over. You're going to feel depressed over and over again. 
But once you give your life to God, once you continuously focus on God, I promise you where you are now is not where you're meant to stay. Depression will not last long because my God said it is done. It is done. Depression will not stay. Doubt will not stay. Fear will not stay. Anxiety will not will not stay. Overthinking will not, cannot stay. Because if you give it to God, when, not if, when you give it to God, when you trust God, when you place your life into God's hands and then follow him, I promise you breakthrough will come. Breakthrough is happening. It is already done. It is already figured out. For God already knows the ending of our story. God already knows what's going to take place in our lives. He already knows. And I'm not saying that things are going to, you know, life is going to be easy. That once you get your life to God, that's it. You just stop trying. That your life is in God's hands. You get better. No, when you give your life to God, that's when things start to get harder. Believe it or not. We may think, well, if I give my life to God, I thought things are supposed to be easy because I gave it to him. No, that's when conflict starts to come worse because you're not focusing on the things that held you back from God. You're focusing on him. And it doesn't like that. Your addiction does not like that. The friends that you let go does not like that. The relationships, the toxic relationships you had to walk away from, they don't like that you're, you're, you're focusing on God. They don't like that you're giving your life to God. And so they will try to come against you. They will try to turn you back to them. They will try to, you know, lead you away from God. The devil doesn't like it. Your enemies, the, the demons, all of those things don't like it. And because you give yourself to God and you give your life to God and you follow him, that doesn't mean to stop trying. That means to keep trying as you would in a relationship. When you're in a relationship for a year, does that mean stop trying to love each other? Does that mean to give up on each other, give up the romance? No, that means to keep trying. As you would if you work a job. Just because you got the job, does that mean to not have that spark and fire in you to work? No, that means to keep trying. Because you want to keep that place. You want to keep going. You want to keep that joy in your life. And when you get that relationship with God, it doesn't mean stop trying to, to please God. It doesn't mean stop trying to get closer to God. Just because you got your relationship closer to God for a good month and you feel close to him, that doesn't, that doesn't mean to stop. No, that means to keep going. Because your life is like a, warf a warfare. Your life is, there's a war that happens for your life when it comes to giving your life to God and really having a relationship with God. The devil does not like that. He does not like the fact that we have our relationship with God. He doesn't like the fact that we know God. He doesn't like the fact that we get deeper into relationship with him. And when you give your life to God, that's when war kicks in. And that's when you have to kick in. That's when you have to be a fighter. That's when you, you have to use prayer as your weapon. That's when you have to put on the armor of God. That's when you have to start having even more deeper faith with God and divine faith with God. That's when you have to really be sustained that's when you really have to really dig deep into knowing god that's when you really have to stick with him and keep your eyes on him distractions may come conflict may come affliction may come all of those things that once served a perp uh, uh, uh once served a place in your life all of those things that was once an idol other than god in your life they're going to try to turn you away from god and you cannot allow that. Like I said, God said it is done. So focus on him. Have faith, guys. Have joy. Love yourself. Have joy. And know that things take time. Don't demand things to be on your timing. When it's on God time, God's timing, when it's in his plans, he knows what you need. He will give you your heart's desires on his timing. 
He already knows what you need. He already knows what you're going to have. So why not give the person who knows your future, who has con- control over all things, who's the controller of love, who is the the God of peace and the God of miracles, why not give him the control? Why not allow him to you know, take control over those things? Why not allow him to have the place of the leader in your life? Why not? So just really think about that. I just really wanted to share that with you guys because I can say these two months out of the four months that I've had with depression, these two months are the best that I've ever felt or endured in my life. And it's just so crazy how God can switch it around that fast once I really focus on him. Like, I'm telling you, he switched it around so fast. Like, I don't even really necessarily, I really don't know how it happened. All I know is one day I woke up with this spirit and this fire in me to pursue him. I woke up with this desire to know him. I woke up with this smile on my face to know God more. I woke up with this 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 deep yearning feeling in me to go and seek him. And not to only seek him because he will be found, but to keep him. When we seek God, that doesn't mean to stop seeking him and say, oh, well, I found you. That's it. No, keep him. Seek him. Go find him. Seek him. And he will be found. And keep him in your heart. Keep him in your, your spirit. Keep him in your life. Keep him by your side because God is the greatest weapon against all things. And I'm telling you that right now. He's the, the greatest weapon. Prayer is the greatest weapon. Prayer is the greatest, greatest weapon. But prayer comes from God and prayer is him. If that makes sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to just make sure. But thank you guys for listening to this today's episode. I really hope that you all... Um, I just... I, man... I'm praying for all those people that, you know, that are listening, that are in depression, that have anxiety. I'm praying for the people that just gave up on life, that gave up on trusting God or having a relationship with him or believing in him. I'm praying for those who who lost hope or who don't even know God. I'm just praying that you guys just find hope again, believe again. I'm praying that you guys have faith as small as a mustard seed and go to God with the strength that you do have. You don't have to go to God with big big faith and big hope and big strength. No, you go to him with go to him with what you do have. And what you have is what he will work with. He will multiply that into just thousands and he will add on to that with thousands. Oh, guys, just he's beautiful. He's great. Endure him. I don't, I just, like I said, it's, it's just, I'm lost for words. I just, I'm just looking right now. What I'm really doing right now is really looking at the trees and looking at the view and just looking at just how bright the sun is. And just, it's coming out now that I'm talking about him. And I just feel the presence of God right now. And the sun is really literally like it was going down, but it's out brighter than ever. And I just, I know that's God. I just know it's him and he's so beautiful and he's so, if you guys really just focus on him, really just dive in with him, really get to know him, dig deep, dig deep in yourself. You're going to find more than what you're looking for. My beautiful guys, my beautiful ladies, well, my handsome guys and my beautiful ladies, don't lose hope. Keep going, keep pushing forward. And know before you have to, if you're down right now, if you're in doubt right now and you feel like your life is just never ending, full of full of just bad things, if you feel like your life is just full of horrible things and 
and you feel like you just can't get up, can I tell you that before a baby learns how to walk, a baby learns how to sit up. They have to sit up straight. They have to learn that. And after a baby sits up, they begin to crawl. And after a baby, the steps of the process of the baby learning how to crawl, the baby begins to walk. And after the process of learning, and I'm telling you that it's time after time after time. It's a process. And after that baby learns how to walk, that baby learns how to run. And I've never seen a baby run without a smile on their face. I've always seen a baby run with a smile and laughter because they went through the process. They took the steps. They allowed the timing of them learning. And because of that process, they endured so much. They've learned so much. And this process that you're in, learning how to walk with God, learning how to crawl, what are you learning? And I promise you that whatever you're learning, whatever God is trying to tell you, slow down. I want to show you something. You're going to endure something so great, so unimaginable. And when you start to walk and run, you're going to be smiling because of the process of how you got there. You're going to be smiling because you knew what it took to get here in this moment. You're going to be laughing because you, you reimagined, you 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 thought about all that you went through and you had to go through to, to get to this point, this moment. <laughs> and once a baby begins to run, they begin to be more than they've ever imagined themselves to be. And then they get into a lot of stuff, too, when they start to know how to walk and run. So parents, I'm sorry about that if your kids just learn how to walk. Now they're about to get into a lot of stuff. But they're learning, I promise you. And you're learning, I promise you. But anyways, somebody, child is looking at me. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are just really enjoying your times with yourselves and your family. And really look at the good things, not the bad things that is going on. Um, have faith, enjoy, and enjoy your time. Really get to know God. See you guys later. Peace. Lord, I love your nature. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs>